We're all here? Yes. <laughs> we're all here. Everyone that's here is here, and we're grateful for you being here. Amen. Um, the scripture that I'm using or speaking of is in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3, but there's uh, verses 1 through 4, I believe, that I'm reading. And uh, we're reading from the expanded um, Bible. And it goes as such, Isaiah 61. The Lord God has put his spirit in me because the Lord has appointed or anointed me to tell the good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort or bind up those whose hearts are broken, to tell the captives they are free, and to tell the prisoners they are released. He has sent me to announce the time when the Lord will show his kindness, the year of the Lord's favor, and the time when God will punish evil people. He has sent me to comfort all those who are sad or those who mourn, and to help the sorrowing people of Jerusalem. I will give a crown, garland, or headdress to replace their ashes, and the oil of gladness of, or of joy to replace the sorrow. Bring, um, give them bouquets of roses instead of ashes, is what the translation that I'll speak on in, verse, in that particular verse. And, he will get, and I will give the clothes or the garments of praise to replace their spirit of sadness. Then they will be called the trees of goodness, oaks of righteousness, trees planted by the Lord to show his greatness, his glory, and his manifest presence. <laughs> so when we, in our Sunday school lesson, we spoke about how that Abraham and how that God had blessed him in all things. All things about Abraham, God had put his blessing on. And we, we announced and spoke about how that the blessing of God is upon our lives. Now, we, over the last, last week and this week and maybe a couple of weeks before, we're talking about we belong to God, we come from God, and we belong to God. And that was in 1 John 4. And whenever we have God's blessing and God's favor, we find that this is not just something that has been delivered unto us in recent years or in since the New Testament times. This is something that has been given to God's people from the very beginning, from the very call of Abraham to the nation of Israel to the New Testament in the beginning of the early church and right on through to today. We have this place of relationship of belonging to God and coming from God. And I mentioned how that it's not hard for, for me, in my perspective, to think of the children of Israel, the Israelites, of coming from God and belonging to God, you know, because you have Abraham and you have Isaac and Jacob and the whole in Israel and coming out of the land of Egypt and all that and the nation establishing the nation. So we have, from, from my years of being in church and from my youth and so on, I've had no, no time uh, questioning that the Jewish nation and the Jewish people come from God and they belong to God, all right? Because they are his chosen people. Now, many of them today have not believed in Jesus and so on, but that has not changed the fact that God is still, they're still, God is their, they are the chosen people of God, okay? And God will use them as a nation to show himself as he is doing with the nation of Israel. 
Now, the challenge is for us that we belong to God and we come from God. Now, whenever we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, the Lamb of God who took away the sin of the world, he has died for our sins that we can become the bride of Christ. We can become his child. We belong to the clan. (laughs) We belong to the the group of Christians um, known as the bride of Christ. Now, in Isaiah, when he's writing this, did you notice how many blessings that he gives? He says, the Lord God has put his spirit in me. Whenever we accept Christ into our life, the Holy Spirit comes and resides within our heart. So, The Lord God has put his spirit in me because the Lord has appointed. God has appointed. He has appointed me. He has appointed us to tell the good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort those whose hearts are broken and to tell the captives they are free. Now, God has, whenever we look at Abraham and the nation, God had blessed Abraham in all things. Well, we are are the children of God demonstrating to the world the favor of God upon our lives. Now, whether it's in our uh, attitudes, whether it's in our perspective, whether it's in what we have or what we, you know, how we give thanks the spirit, you know, garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. You see, he has sent me to announce the time when the Lord will show his kindness. God has a purpose for me that I am here to show the kindness of God and release God's favor. I am to release God's favor. And favor is a, another word for mercy. Mercy, we often use, often have spoken of mercy and grace and how that God has that mercy and stuff for us. But mercy is, another word for mercy is favor, that God is showing his kindness to us and delivering that to us. And um, there will be a time when God will punish evil. We know that the people who are running away from God and defacing God, they're going to have a judgment day, but it's not for me to, to say how bad they are. It's for me to say how good God is, and God will take care of you, and the things that you're doing wrong, you know, you'll have to give account of. But for our life, we have to give a responsibility to God, a response to the Holy Spirit that is in me and leading me. So I am to comfort those who are sad or those who are mourned, and to help the sorrowful and the people of Jerusalem, I will give a crown. I will bring a garment or a bouquet of roses instead of ashes. That's the Message Bible. Give them a bouquet of roses instead of ashes. Now, (laughs) you got a choice. Uh, one, two, three, two, four, six, eight, ten. We got enough roses for everyone. Ladies, that is. So, a bouquet of roses. A bouquet. I'm only going to get one. But a bouquet of roses or ashes. Do you know what this is? Everybody know what this is? It's after somebody is cremated. <laughs> Now, uh, no, Wanda is not in here. (laughs) Some of you were wondering, I wonder if he brought her. (laughs) Well, 
and she's not in there anyhow, but I was, <laughs> you in it? <laughs> oh, well, I did bring this, which is uh, a little bit, you know, say, it might be, well, I don't know what you're going to say, but I'm just going to do it anyhow. We think of ashes. I think of it, we have a whole life of a person fit in this box, cremation. And only what we've done for Christ is going to make it there. Okay? So, that we are, that God is going to give us a bouquet of roses instead of ashes. Okay, choose. Huh? What do we want? You see, when life is over, now we know Wanda's not here. She's in heaven. She's fine. She's not, she's not having a bird over me using her ashes or whatever. So anyhow, she, you know, our life, we are to, what are we supposed to do? We're to shake off our ashes. What are ashes? Anything that we did wrong in our life, God has forgiven us. And they're like, dust but sometimes people are carrying around their dust like it's their their mantle of a badge of honor you know uh you know you know won't you won't believe what i did when i was a sinner you know let me tell you what god wants to give you as a saint well i ain't no saint well you are if god has forgiven you (laughs) and you can and, and isaiah is telling the people You can get rid of your ashes and take up a bouquet of roses. And that's what Isaiah is telling the people of Israel, that I will give them a crown, a garland to replace their ashes and the oil of gladness for their mourning. So you see, I will give them a bouquet of roses instead of ashes. So what God, now whenever we think about this, God is going to give you And uh, the children of Israel, um, we're going to talk about Gideon a little bit, but Gideon, the, the, well, maybe I'll talk about him now. <laughs> Gideon was this guy who the angel of the Lord comes to Gideon and says, Gideon, you, and Gideon is, uh, he's, threshing flo- he's threshing grain at the wine press. Because the enemy has taken over the country and he's afraid they're in, they take all of their food. So he's hiding at the wine press, threshing grain so they can have food for his family to eat. Okay? And the angel of the Lord comes to Gideon and says, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. <laughs> Here. You mighty man of valor. And what does Gideon say? He says, well... Where's God at in all of this? You know, he delivered us from the, from the Egyptians, and he delivered us from there. Where's God at in all this? He started, he, dis, he didn't even hear what the angel said. He didn't hear, the angel says, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. <laughs> and he didn't hear that. He just started off complaining. Ashes. He started off complaining about how that God had forsaken them. The nation and the uh, Midianites have come in and just like locusts taken over the, 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 the grounds. And, 
and they come at harvest time and they take all of their food and after they've consumed everything, then they move back home. And so Gideon is complaining to God, where's God at in all this? And, God, and the angel says to Gideon, Gideon, I'm calling you to do this. I want you to be the mighty man of valor to go out and, and conquer the, the Midianites. And of course, Gideon says, yes, sir, God. He says, nah. God, or the angel of the Lord, he says, tell you what I'll do, angel. If you'll wait here, I'll go prepare a meal. And when I come back, you can, you can have it. I'll serve you. Now, I think Gideon was praying the angel would leave. Because <laughs> he didn't believe that he was worthy to be a mighty man of valor because he was the, he was, his, his clan was the least of the clans and he was the youngest member of the clan. So he was the least of the least and he, well, he couldn't do it. So what he does is he goes and kills a goat. Now, I don't know how long this takes, ladies, but he's got to kill the goat, he's got to cook the goat, and he's got to prepare some other stuff with gravy <laughs> okay and he brings it back to the angel and I think he probably says oh you're still here <laughs> you know you still want me to, to receive one of these you still want me to be the mighty man of valor <laughs> okay and so the angel says Gideon put the food over there on the stone and then I want you to pour the gravy on the stone, on the, on, the, on the, you know, the meat. And then the angel touches the meat and consumes it, you know, with a stick and it burns up. A lot like Elijah calling fire from heaven. It was after all of this that Gideon says, oh, me. <laughs> you, ready? you ready for that? Oh, me. Well, this is where we are at. When God is telling us he's going to give us beauty for ashes. Okay? Now, this is a hard choice. <laughs> Which do we want? Well, we want this. Okay? We want beauty. Now, God, if you really want me to do this, <laughs> you've got to. <laughs> we put all these conditions because if we get something, then we think we're obligated to give something right? No, there's no free handouts. There's no free gifts. Anytime anybody wants something, they want something in return. Well, what God is telling us is, I'll just put one up here instead of all of them. What God is telling us is that he wants to show his greatness through us. You know, and, and it's hard, I think sometimes it's hard for us to realize that when, when, when God punishes the nation of Israel, okay, he punishes them because they're in sin and they're not in a place where they could be blessed. God, if God punishes us, it's only to bring us to a place where he can bless us. So God is wanting to bless, to pour out his blessings upon our life, that we are highly favored that we are anointed by the Spirit, that, 
the, the spirit of truth abides within our life and we have a message not only for ourselves, but we have a message for those who are hurting. <laughs> we have a message for those who have kind of lost their way. We have a message of hope and direction. That's what we have. And you see, we want to give to them the message of hope, <laughs> the beauty for their ashes. And sometimes, I think, <laughs> we bring our ashes and say, hey, would you like some of my ashes? I'll share them with you. <laughs> you know, I'll share my, this is, the, this is how God has messed up my life. How about, let me see how he's messed up yours. And we're talking about our ashes, and God is talking about what he wants to do, the beauty. And we're supposed to shake off the ashes. He wants to give us clothes of praise to replace the spirit of sadness. You see, it isn't that we don't have things that go wrong. I mean, we can have things go wrong till the cows come home. <laughs> and cows don't come home when they're loose. <laughs> you generally have to go out and get them. <laughs> All right? You know, we had one cow who was missing for about two weeks. <laughs> she never did come home. We had to go get her. It was a calf. So anyhow, um, we... we, we we have things that go wrong. But what happens in us is that we have a spirit of praise for the garment of heaviness. So rather than putting on the garment of despair, we're going to put on the garment of praise because if God is in this, and he is, he's going to work it out to the good. So I'm busy looking for the good that's going to come because he's going to give me beauty for these ashes because this is going to get burned up and it's going to be nothing left to it except the beauty of what God has given me. All right? Now, go back to last week's message, 1 John um, 4, verse 4. My dear children, you belong to, you are from God, and have defeated, conquered, overcome the Antichrist or the spirit of Antichrist, the spirit that is against God. And we need, and, and I go back to this again and again and again all week long in my mind and in my heart and in my prayers. Number one, let's get it settled. You are not your own. You've been bought with a price. You've accepted Christ into your life. We have asked him to forgive us. He has given us his spirit. His spirit is now abiding within us. You belong to God. Now you can either belong to two, you, you belong to God or you don't. And in those who don't belong to God either are caught up in their selfishness or caught up in evil and serving evil. So I can't put them in either category because sometimes they're similar. But we, we need to recognize we belong to God and we came from God. And God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. So it is the will of God that these people who are serving self and serving, serving the devil, it is, the, it is the will of God that they come to know Jesus. So it becomes our responsibility to live for God, to let the light of Christ shine in our life. Now, as a light, you don't have to manufacture the light. The light is already in you. 
You don't have to light up your life. God already has. You don't have to um, make things happen. We need to exchange the spirit of heaviness for the garment of praise. To be thankful to God in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. That's a lot easier when I know that I belong to God and I came from God. So therefore in everything give thanks. See? I belong to God and I have come from God because before the beginning began, God knew me and he knew who I was and he knew where I'd be at and he knew every, fa- every difficulty that I would face and God has placed me in this position, this place, so that his will and his purpose can flow through my life. We have to be the light to shine to those who are in prison and say they're set free. I belong to God I come from God. Now, in that place, I believe that God's blessing is going to come into my life. Well, it hasn't so far. Okay, Gideon. <laughs> yeah, Gideon would say, well, you know, if it's really you, Lord, why don't you hang out a while, and if you're still here when I get back, then I'll know, <laughs> you know. God's call doesn't change. And just like the servant in Ab- of Abraham going out to find a bride for Isaac in our Sunday school lesson, he prayed for things specifically to happen so that he would know who it is that would be the bride for his, his uh, master's son. And Rebekah came out and did exactly what it was. So you see, it's not wrong to ask God for a sign. <laughs> It's wrong to ask God for a sign every day. <laughs> okay, God, if you'll do this again today, then I'll know. <laughs> if you'll do this again, you know, no. Put it down, put it out. Be specific when we pray. I belong to God. I am from God. Now, I've been trying to do this. Have you been trying to do this this week? I feel that I kind of failed at this last week trying to impress upon what I meant by that. Um, Okay, I'll be specific. David and Rachel, they're our children. And so, therefore, I can say, God, they have come from you. They belong to you. I pray that every evil influence will fall off of their life. I pray that your Holy Spirit will abide within them and come to them and guide them into all truth. They belong to you and they come from you. Well, they came through us. No, they came through us, but they are from God. (laughs) So they are my children. So therefore, knowing that God owns them, I now pray specific things of ownership of God's Spirit over their life, over the grandchildren. I pray specific prayers of blessing, knowing that I belong to God, I am from God. And in that place of relationship with God, I am a recipient of, I am a receiver of God's blessing. Amen. Thank you. So, <laughs> rhetorical pause there. <laughs> you know, in public speaking, you have a rhetorical pause. A rhetorical pause is, oh, wait. You know, you wait for people to, you know, because that gets their attention because they're thinking of something else and he's not talking. What's he, what's, what's he want? So, 
And not only do you pray, I pray, not only do you pray that prayer over your kids, you pray that prayer over you. I belong to God. Pray it over your husband, your wife, your parents, grandparents, doesn't matter. You pray that prayer, I belong to God. Okay, that declares ownership. The devil cannot touch what the blood has covered. He tries to influence He tries to put out our weaknesses and temptations to get us to go off the wrong track, but we belong to God. And because that we are we are we are owned by God, God wants to do one wants to do many things in our life, but primarily He wants to bless our life. Now, and and with Abraham it says that he was blessed in all things. All things. We sometimes believe God has blessed me so he'll bless me in spiritual things and I can be in poverty and other things. No, God will bless me in all things. So God is guiding us in our life, in what we do and say, the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Righteous means a right relationship with God. So if I am in a right relationship with God, God forgive me of my sins, I'm in a right relationship with God. I'm come from God. I belong to God. Therefore, the blessings of God flow from God into my life. Now, (laughs) not that I can build barns, tear down my barns and build bigger barns, but so that God can take and bless my life and so on, bless my life, it flows around and goes out and given to others. Whether it's a compliment how many people love to receive compliments? Okay. How many would love to... <laughs> A rhetorical pause? Okay. You'd love to receive a compliment. Okay. So, there are people who would like, if they do a good job, even if they do do a good job, good effort. <laughs> you know? Well, that was, it was kind of you to think of me. See? or to do something for someone. You know, our world is hungry for someone to pay attention to them, to love them. You know, they get the MTV love, (laughs) whatever that is, Uh, but they don't get the genuine love from heart to heart because people are very guarded. They don't want to be hurt again. So they don't give that type of love. But God wants to give you beauty for ashes. But you see, (laughs) we can only hold on to one thing at a time. Either our life is beautiful, but you don't know what happens. (laughs) See? Which one are we going to hold on to? Beauty for ashes. I belong to God. I've come from God. God has a purpose for my life. For my suffering. For the bruises. For the, he has a purpose. The early church, they were killed in the arenas for practice, target practice, fed to lions. 
They had a beautiful life. The only reason they stopped killing Christians in the, in the arenas is that the Christians wouldn't fight the lions. They would sing and praise God as they were dying and tore apart. The people lost the idea of sport because they were turning their beauty, their ashes into beauty <laughs> because they died in favor knowing God was, they were going to heaven. You see, it isn't that things don't go wrong. It's that in everything give thanks, we praise, put on the garment of praise. So we have a purpose. God has a purpose. Why? I belong to him. I come from him. My life, my children, my spouse, my husband, my wife, my grandkids, my uncle, my aunts, my brothers and sisters, everyone has a purpose. And we're going to be the beauty in their life. We're not going to be, woe is me. <laughs> See, you can only have one or the other. I will choose this day who I will serve. I will serve God. I will take his giftings and his beauty and I will exchange. For the Lord has put his spirit in me. The Lord has appointed me. He has sent me. He has given me the ability to tell the captives that they are free. So, when you pray, I want you to say, start off with, I belong to God. I am from God. Therefore, my life is a gift from God. And bad things have happened, but those ashes, they're nothing but ashes. They're dead. They're gone. All my mistakes and failures, they're washed in the blood of Christ. And they are ashes to be dusted off. They are not my life anymore. So now I look for the beauty from my ashes, knowing that God has a purpose for me, my family, my children, my grandkids, my life, because I belong to God and I am from God. My life is a gift. Amen? So I belong to God. Say that. I belong to God and I am from God. I am from God. I belong to God. I am from God. Therefore, I can say all things work together for good. Therefore, I can say I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. <laughs> I can say that God will supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. <laughs> I can say that my Father has promised that he will bless me in all things. Amen. <laughs> So, let's stand. <laughs> I may have a part three to this, I don't know, but <laughs> get more roses next week, right? <laughs> That's a good one, Pastor. Bring it up again. <laughs> so, anyhow, I'll give each of you a rose. There's enough to, roses to go around. God, we are from you. God, I belong to you. 
You have given me this life. You have breathed into me and give me the breath of life and I am a living soul that will live forever. We have, I have accepted you as my savior. You have washed away my sin. God, I will live for you, with you forever. So this life now, Lord, belongs to you. And whatever I face, wherever I go, Whatever I pray for, God, I belong to you. I am from you. And I will receive your blessing with open arms. Amen? Amen.